Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey everybody, this is Jim Harmer from the Improve Photography Podcast, which if you haven't subscribed to yet in iTunes, you're a crazy person. Go over to, to iTunes and subscribe to Improve Photography as well as Photo Taco. Well, today I want to talk about uh, 13 ways to make your photos look more professional. This is kind of following an article that I wrote on improvephotography.com recently, and it was really well received and got a lot of positive feedback. Now, I'm not gonna, going to just go through a checklist of all 13 things here. Today, I want to just highlight some of the most important things that I see photographers skipping out on sometimes, and it makes a huge difference in the photos. I've done thousands and thousands of portfolio reviews uh, on improvephotography.com over the last six years that I have uh, since I started the website. And you can get a portfolio review for just $39. Just go to improvephotography.com and on the right hand sidebar, uh, there's a link there to portfolio reviews. So you get your photos, you know, your 10 favorite photos, and you, you upload them, and then I'll review, or one of the other hosts of Improved Photography Podcasts will review your photos, and re we record a 10-minute audio feedback going through each one of your photos and just telling you uh, some of the things you need to be working on and what you're doing well and kind of what we see as being your best genre of, of photos. Well, the, here are the things that I say most option, often. Number one, capture interesting lighting. Capture interesting lighting. Now, every photographer has heard this at some point, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the fact is I look through thousands of portfolios and it's maybe one out of a hundred that I see that's actually implemented this into their work. The goal is not to find an interesting composition and something interesting to photograph and then click a picture of it. The goal is to find something interesting to photograph, find an interesting composition of it, and then capture it in great lighting. Now the question is, what is interesting lighting? And the answer to that is really simple. It's anything different from what you normally see. We usually see light, uh, see life during the day. I mean, once the, the sunrise and sunset is only a sliver of time in the day, uh, the rest of the time, the light looks mostly the same uh, when the sun is up and things are bright outside. So it's boring. And photos, you don't want them to look boring. You're trying to do something different with the lighting so that it transfers people to see something in a way that they've never seen it before. If it can be something they've never seen before in a way they've never seen it before, even better, right? <coughs> but capture interesting lighting. So when I'm taking landscape photos, I mean, 99% of my photos are shot at sunrise, sunset, nighttime. They're so rarely captured during the day. Really, the only exception to that is when it's a very cloudy day and we have interesting clouds in the sky. It just changes the light uh, on, the, on the landscape and on the people. So capture interesting lighting. Another way to, Im to implement that is for portrait photographers Go buy yourself a flash. I mean, go get a YN564, which is my favorite flash in the world. It only costs 70 bucks. Go to improvephotography.com and click recommended gear, and I'll show you how to get started for 70 bucks with a cheap flash. Uh, it's the one that I still use. Uh, it, 
go get a flash and then you can control the lighting. So you can shoot portraits in the middle of the day, but now you have control over the lighting. Uh, we don't get quite that same luxury with, with shooting a landscape. It'd be some flash that could impact an entire landscape. The second thing is no aberrations in your photo. Now, an aberration is just something that doesn't belong. It's something that doesn't belong. It's like a weed in your photos. Like you look at your front lawn and it has weeds in there. <sighs> I've been known to have a couple dandelions in my front lawn, uh, but I'm trying to get them out. Uh, but it's the same thing with your photography. If you aren't careful, you don't look for those weeds popping up around the perimeter of the photo, the outside edges of the photo. It's easy to get unwanted things in there. Now, aberrations aren't just the telephone pole growing out of somebody's head if you put it in the wrong place. It's not just a piece of trash in the landscape. It very well may be something beautiful. It could be a mountain. It could be a river. Uh, it could be one of the people uh, in, in a portrait. But it's something that doesn't contribute to the overall composition. So decide what shape you're trying to make with your composition, where you want things laid out as basic elements, and then remove, 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 get rid of everything else that doesn't contribute to that shape in your composition. And that's how you remove aberrations and create a more beautiful, simple look in the photos. The next thing is digital styling. I, I would consider this one of the three most important things you can do in your photography. I don't think there are many of my very best photos that would have been popular if I didn't style them. Now, you can decide for yourself how much Photoshopping, how much Lightroom work is appropriate on your photos and how much you just want to do. That's fine. But if you're shooting in RAW, you should never uh, take a photo and pretty much leave it naked and sending it, send it out into the wild. It needs to be dressed up with a little digital styling. It doesn't have to be an over-the-top effect, but to get that color and contrast back, uh, to get skin tones looking really beautiful and natural, then that's how you do it. Skin tones is, is part of, of digital styling that really can take years to really perfect your eye to getting them right. And the way that something that really was a breakthrough for me that helped me was actually watching TV um, and watching how on different movies and on different TV shows, the skin tones look a little bit different. And you can see that some shows have got those skin tones looking better than others. And as I started to analyze it, just as I watched movies and stuff, it really helped me to, when I'm editing photos, to really learn what things make it look less orange, make it look natural, have natural gradients of colors in skin, etc. And a great one to watch uh, that I don't, uh, that I've been enjoying is Madam Secretary. Uh, it's available in the U.S. I don't know if it's available in all the world. Uh, it's on CBS, but they have the most beautiful skin tones in their show than any other show that I've seen. Uh, so check it out and really start analyzing those skin tones and you'll see that you'll just kind of see where to put the saturation, what to do with the clarity. And when you get to Lightroom, you'll know what look you're looking for. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Photo Taco and we will see you in the next one. Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!